This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. Hanukkah is actually about the rejection of assimilation, the dedication to one's own culture, tradition, and beliefs, and the miracles that occur when, with God's help, we stand up despite our differences. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. This year, Hanukkah begins at the end of November. And while this feels early, it really only feels early because of one of life's most popular misconceptions. And that misconception is that Hanukkah is Jewish Christmas, a blue and silver tinsel wreathed gift fest that gives us to quote Adam Sandler. Instead of one single day, we get eight crazy nights. Well, in fact, Hanukkah, which generally falls out in December, was treated to this rebranding due to its proximity to December 25th. You can even walk down the aisles of your local dollar store, one long wall of red and green everything, and this short but flashy section of blue and silver. You know, equal opportunity merchandising, equal opportunity retail therapy, How ironic, though, that the commercialization of Hanukkah is the antithesis of its meta-message. But that's no surprise, and it's nothing new. It is well known that the most famous of holiday songs, White Christmas, was written by Irving Berlin, who is a Jew. And also, Jews were the writers of the Christmas song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Silver Bells, Winter Wonderland, I'll Be Home for Christmas, and so many more. It's no surprise, really, that yearning for the house festooned with lights and the tree blinking and flashing in the window and the piles of wrapped presents and the general feeling of love and joy in the air, well, it is no surprise that that flashy, cashy hype that begins right after Thanksgiving, and sometimes even before, will capture the imaginations of young and older Jews alike. Because it is beautiful, really beautiful. But it has nothing to do with Hanukkah, and should never be confused or assimilated or diluted into a pale imitation of another holiday, because Hanukkah is actually about the rejection of assimilation, the dedication to one's own culture, tradition, and beliefs, and the miracles that occur when, with God's help, we stand up despite our differences. Rabbi Gedalia Kaufman wrote, In the third century before the Common Era, Alexander the Great exploded onto the world scene. By age 30, he'd created one of the largest empires the ancient world had ever seen. Teeny tiny Israel was incorporated into his massive empire, and the Jews suddenly found themselves exposed to all the beauty and splendor of Greek culture. Greek values presented a grave threat to the traditional Jewish way of life. Its beliefs were antithetical to the Torah, but its attraction was almost irresistible. 
Jews began to assimilate at an alarming rate. They learned the Greek language, they studied Greek philosophy, they played Greek sports. So let's dig a little bit deeper into the concept and principles around athletics in that ancient culture. You see, the body, it was seen as the ultimate expression of beauty, the essence of the human being. Without factoring in the primary identity that we Jews ascribe to, which is that we're soul first, that we're souls that happen to have bodies, not bodies that may or may not have a soul. So the perfection of the human form was prominent in the Greek worldview. New and uber trendy gymnasiums started popping up everywhere in those times. That's right, when you go to the gym today, You're following a tradition towards the adulation and refinement of the human body that was introduced a long, long, long time ago. Now, notwithstanding the health benefits of regular exercise and fitness, your new gym on the block is modeled after something that began right around the time of Hanukkah. But I bet you're not working out in the nude. What? The word gymnasium comes from the Greek word gymnasia, meaning naked. And these structures began to proliferate in Greece of the 6th century BCE. The legend has it that one very well olive-oiled athlete was racing in an early Olympic Games when his loincloth slipped off. And rather than stopping, he continued and he ultimately won the race. Now, his proud nudity flew in the face of some of the more ancient Persian conservative Moors, and the idea stuck. Naked Olympics. Now, thankfully, that's one custom that did not stick. Just imagine the marketing opportunities that Nike would lose. Circumcision was outlawed, you know, because it was considered a desecration of this body perfect. This led some Jews to go so far as to undergo painful procedures to have their Brit Milah reversed. Can you imagine? But then, if you're working out in the nude, I suppose there's no way to hide your Jewish identity. So while these ideas are floating about again in modernity, it's important to note that in Jewish thought, the body is perfected when it is in a covenant with God, the part of the human being, which is the birthplace of human potential. Many Jews took on Greek names. You know, I'll tell you a story. My own husband, during his conversion to Judaism, learned that at the time of Hanukkah, men named Yoshua were changing their names to the more popular Greek name, Jason. He took the Jewish name Yoshua as a way, thousands of years later, to reverse that trend. He went from Jason to Yeshua. Now, according to the Book of the Maccabees, the celebration of Hanukkah was instituted by Maccabeus in 165 BCE to celebrate his victory over Antiochus, the Seleucid king who had invaded Judea, tried to Hellenize the Jews, and desecrated the Second Temple in Jerusalem. Hellenization was the era's attempt to secularize the Jewish people, to bring them in line with the Greek worldview, which sought to remove the notion of spirituality and one God from the new modernity. 
As war broke out between these two worldviews, a group of devout Jews portrayed as mighty warriors in our kids, you know, little children's books, but who were more likely looked less like Goliath and more like skinny little David on his way home from Hebrew school. Well, they overcame the mighty Greek army and rededicated the Holy Temple. They were called the Maccabees. And today, even in our Hanukkah prayers, we say this line, You delivered the strong into the hands of the weak. You delivered the many into the hands of the few, the impure into the hands of the pure. So, back to the blue and silver tinsel. Hanukkah is packed with themes to learn about and celebrate with your kids. The concept of the miraculous, the idea of the celebration of self and standing up for your beliefs, the notion of not allowing cultural norms to be your only compass, but rather to stand tall even when you're outnumbered, to not assimilate, to fight for your truth and not be intimidated. So yes, we love those songs. And it's nice to get dreidel wrapping paper at the store, and it's it's nice to serve my luckas on a store of David printed paper plate and to give my gifts in blue and silver gift bags. It's even a blast to sing along to Adam Sandler's musical Hanukkah gift to kids the world over. What is not okay is to confuse it with the holiday, which celebrates the birth of Jesus, whom the Christian faith sees as the Messiah. And while you must respect and can even secretly yearn for the trappings of that time of year, never forget that to be a Jew is to have Passover and Sukkot and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Shavuot and Purim and a Thanksgiving-style feast every Friday night that we call Shabbat. And even as you may yearn, don't co-opt the faiths and practices of other peoples because the Maccabees fought for your right to be you to proudly light that menorah, to fry everything in sight in oil, to celebrate the miracle of one tiny cruet of holy oil lasting for eight days and eight nights. This week, take a look at that mezuzah hanging on your doorpost. Polish up that menorah, maybe fry up some donuts, and remind yourself that while we can enjoy the diversity and the bounty of the world around us, that as Jews, we must not forget who we are. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.